All right, everybody, it is time for another episode of the Crypto 101 podcast. But before we dive in to our awesome, awesome guest and conversation today, I want to remind you guys of two things. And the first one is that if you go to Crypto101insider.com, you can join our private community. Here's where we have our model portfolio and all of our top picks. We also have uh, Crypto 101 University. Uh, where we have hours and hours and hours of written and video content that explains blockchain and explains cryptocurrency in a very bite-sized and easy-to-understand way. Uh, And we have a weekly newsletter that goes out and quarterly state of crypto addresses that go out. There is just a ton of value packed into this every which way. So I want you guys first uh, to go to Crypto101Insider.com today uh, if you haven't already. I also want to remind you guys that Pizza Mind and I recently just finished a book. Uh, It took 11 months of our lives to write, and we're calling it Crypto Revolution, Your Guide to the Future of Money. We walk you through this fascinating world of cryptocurrencies and blockchain, and it's part history book, it's part instructional guide, and it's going to really show you guys why cryptocurrencies are globally disruptive and how they're going to actually change in real life and in real terms the way that we buy and sell and even live. We include a bunch of how-tos on getting started with your first exchanges. Uh, we give you tips on you know how to safely buy and sell and store cryptocurrencies, as well as how do we evaluate potentially good cryptocurrencies. And the best part of the book is that we're giving it away for free. All you have to do is pay for shipping and handling. So go to CryptoRevolution.com and pick up your copy today. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Crypto 101 podcast. I'm your host, Bryce, joined by my co-host, Mr. Aaron Pizza Mind Malone. Aaron, how you doing, sir? I am doing fantastic. It is another wonderful fall day here in Texas. The weather's beautiful. Thank you, man. Uh, I I feel great. I feel great. I feel like the worst is behind us and the best is yet to come. And that's not a cliche. It's truly how I feel. Uh, why? I don't know. I don't have any evidence or just metrics to support optimist. that. It's a feeling, you know, and you can't argue about how, how someone feels. And you know what else I feel? I feel hmm. like the future of websites is the metaverse. I think gone will be the days of reading giant blocks of text and having to switch through pages and an immersive experience that leads you to hundreds or thousands of more experiences is the future. And the future is already very present and being pioneered by our guest today. Bryce, who do we have on the show? So we have a co-founder and the chief operating officer of Sandbox, Sebastian Bourget, which I think it's French. And so I hope I uh, did a, pr- uh, I didn't butcher that, but uh, Sebastian, you know, welcome to the Crypto 101 podcast. We're excited to have you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here with you, Bryce and Chris. Yeah. So, so let's let's kind of get a little sense of your background. Um, you're you're you know got a very very uh, intense background, I should say. You graduated with a master's in computer systems. You've been in Hong Kong. You launched this company that was acquired by one of the largest uh, kind of gaming companies out there, Animoca Brands. And now you're building Sandbox. So so catch us up. All right. Well, okay. Of course. So far, it looks like it's 
it's quite a journey. Like overall, over the past 15 years, I've been an entrepreneur. Uh, I co-founded with my business partner, Artio Madrid, three companies. Two of them have been acquired, always in the space of new technologies. The first one in peer-to-peer, second one in user-generated content and cloud streaming for like sharing your photo, video, music with friends online. And the third one into mobile free-to-play, which like you said, has been acquired in 2018 by Animocal Brands. But I didn't came out with the idea of the metaverse right from the beginning. It's been 10 years of work and evolving this uh, existing mobile franchise, the Sandbox, which was at the very beginning, a very simple game, just like enabling anyone by the touch of their finger to create 2D pixelated world and share them with friends online. That was the beginning of the idea, but it turned out really quickly into massive success. People, we, we wanted to empower players in becoming creator and it, it grew into this success over time with 40 million installs, 70 million creations. And we felt that uh, more than just empowering creators, we also wanted to like enable those creators to truly own the content they create, earn a revenue from what they created, and potentially like uh, expand the content they create beyond. And uh, we were frustrated not being able to do so on platform like Apple, Google, Python. And around 2017, when we continue to venture and explore in the realm of new technologies, we found about blockchain, NFTs, with the first uh, crypto uh, blockchain-based game by then, uh, CryptoKitties. And that inspired us to combine the user-generated content with NFTs and launch a new version of Sandbox, this time as a 3D multi-platform, multiplayer game. And uh, fast forward four years later, Sandbox is uh, one of the uh, main decentralized virtual world platform. Uh, we are proud to have more than 4 million registered users with a wallet, very active community of creators, 10 of thousands of artists, 230 studios, and also 400 major brands own lands among 22,000 landowners into this virtual world that we're building together now and bridging culture on one side and technology on the other side to to shape a new format of entertainment. It's a one-of-a-kind experience so far, but you guys are rolling out even more experiences in these different alpha seasons. Can you walk us through the thought process behind that? And what can we expect with this upcoming alpha season three? that's coming out uh, in just a few days. So the idea is like the metaverse, it's a concept that really uh, has been out there for quite some time in science fiction books and movies and really came up to the light of the general public with Facebook rebranding itself as meta. But it's still very hard for most people to understand or feel what the metaverse really is and how it's going to transform the future of our social activities and gaming and interaction with other users through an avatar. So we feel uh, building the platform, we still think like the metaverse will be as good as the content you will find in it. And we're very attached being down to earth to produce the content with a community so people can get a first feeling, a first sense of those kind of experience that they can live in the metaverse. We've launched already two alpha season and we introduced the third one on August 24. So it's been already a little bit more than a month now. And for one more month, 
uh, it's closed on November 2nd, people will be able to access 98 experiences built by the creators, by the community or by Sandbox. Out of those 98 experiences, there are 22 from major brands from music like Steve Aoki, uh, Deadmau, Warner Music, Sueco, uh, Avenged Sevenfold, just to name a few, but also from gaming with Atari, with Ubisoft and Rabbit, or um, from like entertainment in general with The Walking Dead. So touching multiple topics of lifestyle, gaming, etc., that contribute to build a place where you come with an avatar. That avatar is that 3D character or representation, and you complete quests, you engage. Every day there is a new experience that is available. So you uh, progressively complete those quests and discover new kind of experience that are, are really not just games. And that's quite interesting. They can be like uh, social hubs, activities, dance clubs, um, art galleries, museum, and more. Uh, and you climb a leaderboard depending on like the points you collect as you complete those quests and you can earn rewards at the end of the season based on that. So in a way we make the metaverse more tangible, more accessible. We showcase the possibilities for brands, for creators, for users, all of that concentrated in one season. Um, that's the season three. It kind of sounds like the perfect blend of gaming and lifestyle. Like it's not just a game. It's like you could go, you could spend your whole day there. Uh, you could talk with your friends, you could do different activities. Yet all of like living is gamified in a sense. There's, you know, rewards attached to it. There's leaderboards. And so it really does sound like a, an immersive experience. And uh, I, I'd actually love to get involved in, in some capacity. We could talk about that later, but um, tell us, you know, it it, 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 it it reminds me a little bit of like Fortnite as well. Like I'm looking behind you at, at the characters and the, the movements and, you know, Fortnite has a, a new season, you know, every so often. Um, and you could really, you know, they have concerts, right? Travis Scott, you know, gave a, you know, multi-million dollar concert inside a video game. And so now it's like just transforming, I guess, from game to life. And so, you know, tell us about some of your, your, your grand vision for like what, um, what Sandbox eventually will be. But effectively, um, we have this experience ourselves more than 10 years in gaming. So the concept of season is something that people understand generally across the board. You see that for TV series for, and in games as well. And the notion of like participating into those seasons regularly and earning rewards based on your engagement. You can choose to play very lightly or to really complete everything and you will earn different uh, amount of rewards, whether they are tokens or NFTs. That's the great thing. And I think we are not creating games. We are creating a new format of entertainment with avatars who interact, who socialize, who express themselves, who dance, who jump, who run. Uh, the avatar that you can play with doesn't need to be created in Sandbox. Actually, we have 13 collection uh, interpretables from the existing web-free ecosystem from the most popular NFT collection. And you what are some examples of that? Board Ape, Clonex, Cool Cat, Cyber Kongs, um, World of Women, just to name a few, but you can also play with nice. your Snoop Dogg avatar or Steve Aoki avatars. That's really cool. And it creates a very diverse environment where you're not just meeting like people who look like their real self, but they look like have a new 
appearance, even non-human one. And it's, um, it's a topic that I, I find like the notion of digital identity as well in those virtual worlds is interesting. One thing I'm very- So can you bring uh, your NFT like PFP uh, to life? Like it kind of like you could port it to sandbox and then actually see it come to life in a sense? Exactly. That, that's uh, that's, yes, so that's cool. being part of the open metaverse. And that's what differentiates us from Fortnite. Fortnite, you mentioned it before, like people spend time, they engage, they buy skins. But all that content they own, it's actually locked on Fortnite platform. They cannot take it out. They cannot transfer and use their Fortnite skin somewhere else. They cannot sell it to other users. So there's a whole uh, aspect of the metaverse that's also, also touching like true digital ownership of your identity, your asset, your virtual land, your virtual house, your equipment, your wearable, and the overall economy behind and jobs. Um, there's also something in interesting you said at the beginning, which was like the future um, of the internet is not browsing websites or social media, but it's more like entering immersive virtual world. Something quite interesting in sandbox is like users are already spending half an hour sometimes several hours a day into those experiences so it really creates a different approach a new paradigm shift to about how we consume content how we interact with the content rather than browsing website and staying an average of 10 seconds on a web page before we bounce off to another we're really looking to be in the space, to be more focused, to interact with others. Um, so that's a thing that uh, the Sandbox is really demonstrating that the possibilities of how it's going to interact. And I, I'm looking forward the next two, five, ten years of how it will keep evolving. Think about it. What was Sandbox like five years ago or just two years ago? It's very different from where it is right now. So in two years more, I think like people will, uh, there will be much more, many more users. We already have over 230 plus thousand active users in the season three and it keeps growing. So it's quite exciting. Uh, spend more time, have more ways to express yourself with an avatar and also encompass all the different sectors of the industry, whether of course you're socializing, gaming, but also think about learning, um, shopping, dating, working your job we have even had our first wedding in the metaverse just two weeks ago a couple from singapore Get out. Uh, well. <laughs> exciting right i was the first one but i'm sure they are leading the way but there will be much and a lot of different meaningful interaction between avatars and that portion of time they are spending in virtual world it's very real. So how do you call it virtual reality anymore? I do think it's just becoming a part of our reality. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
You know, the last time I was in San Diego, I was over at uh, the mall in La Jolla, and they had this machine that would take a 3D scan of your entire body and then turn you and your family or you and your spouse into action figures that you could then put <laughs> on the mantle. Is there going to be a possibility for us to scan ourselves as avatars into the game someday? I think it's very likely. Uh, and what's important is to give the freedom for people to choose if they want to be as realistic as possible into the metaverse or they want to be totally different. We've seen like one of the um, elements of success behind PFP NFT collection is also like the fact that it's very much more creative and different identity. It can be animal based, it can be like robotic based, cyberpunk and so on. Uh, and you don't find that so much in any other virtual world uh, or platform. And I, um, that's cool. I think both options is really cool. Yeah, no, there, there's a ton of different, you know, directions that we, we could kind of um, see virtual reality kind of splintering into. And I think what you said about virtual reality no longer be calling that, but it's just actual reality is is definitely uh, the, the probably what the future holds in store for us. And, you know, at Sandbox, you guys are not only building a lot of this future, but you guys are uh, funding a lot of the future as well to help kind of advance metaverse fields like gaming and fashion and finance and security and all that kind of stuff. So could you tell us a little bit about what you guys call the Game Makers Fund? Absolutely. Our idea is to inspire the community. We're the platform. We provide the tools with our free editor, with our no-code game maker. And those we, we create those tools so they are as accessible as possible. Like you do not need to know programming or any programming language. You don't need to have any previous skills to start using them. So that means like content creation now becomes accessible to just anyone. It's not just like professional studios, people who've been in the industry before. That will create a great diversity of content, new type of games and new type of experiences beyond. And the Game Maker Fund is here to support that creativity. So anyone who has a project any kind of wild idea, something that goes beyond their imagination, they can pitch it to us, to our Game Maker Fund team on www.sandbox.game/fund. We review each project and we see how we can support that creativity so it becomes uh, playable and concretely accessible on your land in Sandbox. And the season three, uh, over the 98 experiences as 22 brands, branded experiences, and the rest is user-generated content. GMF, Game Maker Fund, we call it GMF internally. GMF-supported experiences that are already featured. So I think it's also great to showcase what the community has done and how we've been inspired using that to inspire more and more creators around the world. What kind of computer or gaming console is needed to access Sandbox? Like, do we need like the biggest and best thing out there with multiple GPUs in it? Or is it something that people can run on a laptop? To make Metaverse as accessible as possible to everyone, you have to build it so it can run on almost any device. We started with PC and Mac, and it ran with roughly any computer. Uh, I remember I was having fun running it on like even an old computer with four gigabytes of RAM and a low graphic card. It does run, 
you don't need to have like a high-end PC or a machine for VR or hardcore gaming. Gaming, if not, that will restrict a lot the accessibility. The next step is to make sandbox on mobile. We know that the next step to mainstream is like people more and more are playing on their mobile device and want to access the metaverse from just anywhere, and that's what we're working on. And that would be one of our major goals in 2023. You know, I think what's really cool and one of my big takeaways from, from this conversation so far has been that you guys were really like a gaming company and a storytelling company that applied blockchain and applied cryptocurrency to it kind of, you know, after you were already, you know, deep in the, the upstart of your company. Whereas like a lot of the gaming companies that are affiliated with blockchain and crypto now are like, hey, like let's launch a crypto token. Let's do this and we'll kind of tack gaming on top of it, if you will. And so, you know, tell us a little bit about, um, I, I, I think from a, from a perspective of a person who built a gaming company, what was it about cryptocurrencies and NFTs that was attractive? Why did you guys decide to go down that route? Um, and how is it like crucial for the, for like having a self-sustaining economy or like, what's the draw about blockchain technology that made you want to dive into it? That's uh, a great question. That's First of all, uh, we build the sandbox platform, all the tools, the creator tools I mentioned uh, before, Voxedit, our creator, our marketplace, our no-code game maker, the map. We made them accessible in alpha or in beta, even before we introduced a token, because we wanted to have at the core of sandbox, like a very creators-driven community and make sure like there was actual products and actual uh, engagement of that community that will drive the circular economy of creators afterwards. We, however, build the Sandbox platform right from the beginning to incorporate blockchain, NFTs, so lands, avatars, uh, assets created by the users, all from premium brands and send token, even though we introduce and sold them later to the community because we felt as well, and that's our background in gaming before, that if we were just trying to plug in NFT and a, a token on top of an existing product, there would be um, some definitely there would be issues in terms of like the design, in terms of uh, creating that economy and managing like a resource that are on one side uh, scarce and on the other side like with an infinite supply or an inflation since there's been no control or tracking before. So blockchain technology has truly provided the solution to actually a real problem that we encountered before. As I mentioned, Sandbox started as a mobile game with 40 million installs. People were spending days, sometimes spending hours, sometimes days and more, drawing and building content on a gallery. At the end, we had 70 million creations. All that content, all that user-generated content contributed to the success of the game, contributed to the revenue of the game. So people were spending time and we earned the revenue as a game developer. And we, we like all other game developers, you keep 100% of the revenue. Like it's quite rare, the ability to be able to share that revenue with your creators, even if you want to. It was no, just no solution for that. Platforms like Roblox uh, typically um, have 
30% rest share for their creator since they control the, the currency, the exchange rate of their currency, the Robux. And even them, they had the struggle first to bring on and come and have that rev share with their creator on the mobile platform, which we were on back then. So blockchain and essentially NFTs have provided a real solution behind to that problem because we saw how anyone could buy and sell directly from themselves the content without uh, the control of the platform and the value could flow directly between the users and the platform no longer like capturing all that value. And I think like the combination of all those ingredients, product first, community first, creator first, and then having the NFT and the token as is maybe one of the reasons where Sandbox has truly differentiated itself and, and, and now positioned itself as one of the main decentralized virtual world. Yeah, you, what you built is truly unique and very impressive. How are you able to get the word out to bring so many celebrities on board? I mean, just not just into your game, but like into crypto, Sandbox has been like the number one ingest for famous musicians and artists. Did you just run into them at a party one day or what was the strategy towards attracting them onto your platform? Well, I think it's essentially the same. Like our strategy to work brands or artists and celebrity is basically showing them that we have a real product behind with uh, on one side, the creation and the creator community on the other side, an audience of players and don't, don't think like it was easy ever. Like, um, first of all, from our mo background in mobile for the past 10 years, we had experience in uh, branding and licensing. So we had collaboration with Pac-Man, with Shrek, with uh, Sto Snoopy, uh, or Peanuts, uh, Snoopy, Lamb's like family, etc. on our <laughs> mobile game. And then uh, it took us almost two years to close our very first partner in Sandbox. I remember uh, Smurf, Care Bears, Atari, The Walking Dead. They were like the very first partner that trusted us on the vision and also trusted our, uh, like our experience as entrepreneur, our capacity to build a product and our capacity to leverage the IP for, for what they really are, what their strengths, basically bringing characters, content, stories, and engaging the fans and the community around them. So adding value to the brand, to the product here, which is no longer just a game, but a new form of experience. And leveraging user-generated content as well is something that uh, if you look right now into the overall industry, I think only Sandbox provide that capability for players, for creators to create their, and to mix and to remix their own experience with their favorite IPs all together into a land publish it, own it, monetize it the way they want. And progressively, we've added more and more partners. And from two years to sign, so the first conversation to sign a deal, we've been able to shorten up that time to a matter of a few uh, months to weeks at best. But always with real creativity, real work behind. So every time you see a brand that comes into Sandbox and is announced, it's not just an announcement. You can already see a teaser. You can see a preview of the content. We have put real effort to understand the brand and how we're going to make it 
leverage the possibilities of Web3 and the metaverse in general. What's it like building a company, like you know, a crypto-affiliated company throughout a bear market? Because I see lots of companies that say, oh, the bear market is really you know, compressing our margins or it's making uh, it harder to hire good quality people or to retain good people. And you know, as the chief operating officer, do you see any of this kind of stuff um, you know, at your company or at competitors or anything like that? Um, what's it like running a, a company like this during a bear market? So Sandbox started, the, the blockchain and NFT-based version of Sandbox actually started already in the bear market toward 2018. It took us over a year and a half to close our first seed round of investment. People didn't believe in the vision. People thought like we couldn't execute the vision or like Minecraft with NFT made no sense by then or like the market wasn't ready for it, was too early. So, well, no problem. We just focused and like I explained a little bit before in our approach, we focus on like building the tools, showing that we can grow a community and just like any startup and any entrepreneur, like a crypto startup isn't different in that sense. You still have to prove you have a business model, that you have adoption, that you are right fit, market fit, and so on. We built on that and we kept on delivering progressively through partnership, through product release, through the growth of our user base and, and the engagement into our products. Um, and today, I think like we keep and share the very same rationale. Like we deliver the alpha season free. We have the best engagement metrics ever. So even if it's a bearish market from the crypto side, we can show that we have players engaged with NFT, with a wallet. And they are here. They are here for the gameplay first, for the socialization, and they are participating and engaging uh, with play and earn in a meaningful way. They are learning new skills as well as creator or players. The yeah, it kind of makes sense friends. that the gaming aspect and the social aspect would uh, would actually see an uptick during a bear market because they need people to commiserate with. They need community to uh, distract them. They need games to distract them and all that kind of stuff. So. What, a, what an interesting relationship there. In a phrase, you're right, like less distraction, but also more, uh, the metaverse I think is, is not something that's as a short lifespan. We all know that it's going to be the next major disruption. It, all the analysts, Morgan Stanley, Goldman Sachs, etc., think like this is going to be the next trillion dollar opportunity over the next decade. So we know brands are coming into, we know there's an ecosystem of builders, specifically in Sandbox now with 230 studio that progressively are building on top of it. And that adoption is going, it's taking time progressively, but we're seeing it and it's not dependent on like market cycle because people acquire land, they hold to their land, they build on their land, they launch, audience come in and they develop. It's, um, and I think this is also designed from the ground up to have real utility to all those digital aspects, whether it's your uh, avatar identity, your equipment that you use in game, the content you use to build those experience and worlds and bring them to life. The fact that you explore the metaverse and bring life to it by interacting with other users, all of that is very valuable. And all that value goes to the community first. There's so much going on over there. I feel like I need a tour guide. 
And that got me thinking, you know, <laughs> what other types of creators have not been tapped into yet that you'd like to onboard in the future? Like maybe there uh, will be tour guides or podcasts or daily news. Honestly, a metaverse tour guide is like the best idea I think I've ever heard. <laughs> you, you, you know, like um, definitely I think there will be millions of jobs and different jobs in the metaverse. Creators, architects, fashion designers, interior de designers as well. But content curation, I think you're right. Like we've seen that before on YouTube. We've seen that on TikTok and Pinterest. Some people every day, they just try to aggregate what's the best for you specifically based on your interest to watch. Like what are the most funniest, the funniest video to watch? Uh, what's the new trendy, high peak content that's surfacing, etc. So you are dedicating your own time to make uh, other people save time. That's valuable. The second thing is um, we're exploring virtual worlds. And the way you can explore those virtual worlds, everyone has a different appreciation of it. But like you're in a city, you can just walk by every day the same path and not pay attention to anything, be focused. But you can also look around, you can see the nature, you can notice the architect who designed this building, you can know the story of like what those materials or decoration were made of. And some people attach more importance to the storytelling and the culture and the, the, the behind the scene making of, of how things were made until you see the final results. And I think tour guide can provide that value. Yeah, yeah. it would almost be like, uh... Uh, you might also like uh, an old-fashioned analog human algorithm of a person actually showing you uh, what's going on that that day. I think that'd be a, a phenomenal, you know, channel or a service for hire. I think it just having an economy in this, you know, not even a virtual world but a real world that is accessed through the computer. Um, Airbnb jobs are going to end up being created. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Uh, Airbnb moved from like just the renting of places to like uh, all the discovery uh, activities or place tell people yeah. telling you the culture of a place. I think the metaverse is going to be a very culturally rich uh, new digital nation where you will encounter people from different nationalities, from different backgrounds, and also new type of creators. Like I, I like this analogy of like a digital sovereign state or a digital nation um and it makes me think you know you, you get a bunch of people who kind of opt in to uh being a citizen of a certain metaverse land right and there could be a million different lands in sandbox or in, in the metaverse and it makes me think about like you know there, there's going to be a governance system there's going to be voting there's going to be rules and it's you know people will have actually more you know, self-identification sometimes maybe with their digital nation state than their own state in, uh, you know, whatever country they live in. So it's such a, a fascinating time. And, uh, you know, again, like you said, it all started with science fiction. You know, people kind of wrote about this stuff and thought about it. Um, I just read Snow Crash and, and this reminds me a lot of that. We, we all have this notion. We want to have this feeling of belonging, belonging to a community or a country and we can sometimes we don't choose the country we actually are born in but we can choose the country we're living in and i think like the metaverse it's more interesting because we can really choose uh, where we are going who we are going to be where we're going to live 
in which virtual ports and which community we belong to. Yeah, it's an amazing thing that you built there. Can you tell us a little bit about who inspired you in the crypto space as you were getting into it and kind of maybe shaped the way that you did the crypto and blockchain side of things? I think uh, this one person more specifically that's definitely been uh, an amazing thought leader uh, in the space and really contributed towards like shaping uh, the blockchain gaming industry where it is now. And his name is Yatsu, the CEO and co-founder of Animoca Brands. You can definitely see him uh, speaking uh, at most conferences in the world. Now he's, he's Animoca Brands Group, which we are part of, as I think invested in over more, more than 400 companies. So they are helping the industry and they've been doing so since roughly the same time as we joined them, 2018, they were the first publisher of CryptoKitties. So you need that kind of thought leader with that conviction who not only brought entrepreneurs, founders, communities, and projects, but also all the investors as Animoca brands keep bringing more and more relevant investors in the space uh, to develop an overall ecosystem uh, of Web3. What what's one other company that, that you're looking at and you're saying, Hey man, they're doing something really cool. They're doing something really valuable. What's one other company? Well, there's plenty of, uh, companies, you know, I'm the president of the blockchain game Alliance. We represent now over 400 members. So it's been ah. growing as well wow. for four years. Uh, of course I love like when we started in 2018, we were just a handful project. So seeing those, uh, handful project succeeding and growing from OpenSea, from Axie Infinity, from SoRare, just to name a few, but also like uh, Wallet, uh, Venly, Bitski, or infrastructure related. I think it's great to, to see and feel um, and share with like-minded people who are building and have this ethos. And I think it's important. Love it, man. This was awesome, Sebastian. Thank you so much for, for coming on. We have one closing question that we ask every, every guest who comes on the show and it's kind of a simple one. And it's just, you know, if this was the very first podcast that somebody getting into crypto and NFTs, uh, was to listen to what's one word of advice for somebody who's just breaking into the industry. All right. One word of advice like make your own opinion about like nfts and crypto like find a project you like appeals that appeals to you based on your interest try things on get on board join the discord get the community feeling etc if you're interested in the metaverse start by creating your avatar and exploring those experiences you don't need to buy NFTs or crypto to get started. That will come along. Like if you really feel for it, etc., you quite naturally will want to do more, get more involved, and maybe even be rewarded for the time you're going to spend or the content or, or what you will be learning. That's a great word of wisdom. Just get involved. Roll your sleeves up and uh, have some fun. So Sebastian, thank you so much for coming on to the Crypto 101 podcast. Uh, where can uh, people get involved? Is it sandbox.com? Is there a Twitter that people can go find? 
Yes, sandbox.game, uh, our Twitter, but also like just season three. It's live until uh, November 2nd. You can want, anyone can create an avatar and start discovering um, those experience, the NFT, earn with the Alpha Pass. And well, if they like it, hopefully they will get more involved and why not become a creator themselves. Beautiful. All right. Well, thank you so much. I will uh, I'll hopefully see you around. And next time we're over in France, uh, we'll drop by. Definitely. More than welcome. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.